there is a particular kind of spiritual sickness that seems to afflict a large number of people. And these sufferers are wonderful people who often achieve great and amazing things, who tend to be generous, productive, popular, and accomplished. What the sufferers of this kind of spiritual sickness are not is happy. And this spiritual sickness is perfectionism. It is particularly prevalent among people in STEM fields. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> you don't see it among political scientists. I, I don't know. Perfectionism is the fear that whatever you do and whatever you accomplish, it's never enough or it's never good enough. It's an infection of impossible expectations. Perfectionism comes from many places. The desire to please one's parents, the fear of failure, a lack of self-esteem that cannot possibly accept the possibility of doing enough or being enough. Perfectionism is a spiritual sickness that destroys joy and disbelieves God's mercy and love. It's the heresy that says we're good because of what we do, rather than being good because we are beloved daughters and sons of God. And you can see in today's scripture readings some things that might be a temptation to perfectionism. Be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. God is perfectly holy. So we can never measure up to that, can we? Fortunately, we are not in competition with God for holiness. We aspire to holiness because we are loved by God and we are disciples of his son, Jesus. God says to Moses, do not bear hatred and take no revenge, cherish no grudge, and love your neighbor as yourself. And these don't seem to me to be too much to ask. So is holiness out of our reach? To be holy isn't the same thing as being perfect. The lives of the saints, who are our models in holiness, make it very clear that many of them struggled and sinned and were far from perfect. And holiness is not a binary condition which you either have or don't have. It's a process and it's an aspiration. St. Paul, writing to the community in Corinth in our second reading today, presents another challenge when he asks, do you not know that you are temp the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwells in you? A perfectionist might hear that and immediately feel inadequate for not treating that temple better, eating properly, exercising appropriately, drinking only in moderation, etc. And certainly these are good things and that we should strive to live that way. But you might hear this passage entirely differently if you knew that the you St. Paul refers to when he says you are temples, a temple of the Holy Spirit is a plural you. The temple where God dwells isn't me, 
It's us. The great theme of his letter to this Christian community is about becoming that community and maintaining that community. It's not about personal perfection. And finally, in today's gospel, it seems like Jesus is setting an impossibly high bar for us. He says not to claim an eye for an eye, but instead to choose no resistance to one who is evil. Turn the other cheek, go the extra mile, love your enemies, pray for your persecutors. This seems like very difficult stuff. And then it ends with, be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. And that seems completely out of reach. But in Hebrew, this word for perfect means more than just without sin or without flaws. The sense of the word is more about completeness or being fully grown. It's the word in Hebrew that's used, for example, for fruit that is ripe and ready to eat. It doesn't mean to become sinless and flawless. It means to become your best adult self, become the best person that God has created you to be. And Jesus himself gives us the blueprint for how to get there. When he chose his disciples, he didn't look for perfect people. He chose ordinary fishermen, tax collectors, and an assortment of other sinners. And they were shallow and self-serving, cowardly, and they betrayed him. Not really models of perfection, but he loved them. And he sent the Holy Spirit to give them the grace and the courage and the other gifts that they needed to follow him and to share their relationship with him with the whole world. It's the Holy Spirit that made them saints. And it's the same Holy Spirit that will make you a saint. The danger of perfectionism, one of the dangers, is that it can lead to discouragement and can keep us from striving towards God's loving mercy. There's an old saying that the perfect can be the enemy of the good, meaning that we can overlook or discount goodness in ourselves and in others because the perfect seems so unattainable. But we believe that goodness, holiness, and sainthood are achievable because of God's love and mercy and grace. So let's let go of perfectionism and the despair that it brings and rejoice in the good that God sees and loves in you.